Hey guys, welcome to The One Currency, where we dive into the world of financial freedom and explore what it takes to create a secure future while living the life you want. In this journey, I'll be sharing my experiences in trying to achieve financial freedom to help motivate, educate, and empower our viewers and listeners. So if you're ready for the journey, come on in. So for today's episode, I'm going to first start off by saying that I'm new to this. This is all new to me, so learning the ropes as we're progressing. It's going to be very raw, and there might be some problems or some mispronunciations that I'm going to say, but I'm going to take every episode as it is and keep it as raw as possible to make it as genuine as possible. Today's episode is all about financial freedom and understanding what financial freedom is. We'll go on defining what it means, looking at the current financial situation and assessing our own financial situation, uh, then setting up personal financial goals in order to try to see if we can attain it. We'll take a look also into creating a freedom plan, as they call it. It's called a financial freedom plan. We'll set it up ourselves. We'll talk about it. And everyone can follow with me through the episode. Then we'll be able to talk about it more in details. And you can follow along and set up your own plan too. Then we'll talk about the action steps that we need to take to achieve financial freedom. We'll summarize everything put together and we'll take it from there. Might not be such an exciting episode to start off with, but I believe starting off understanding what financial freedom is all about is pretty important. Now, I'll start off everything by saying, my name's Nas, and welcome to the channel. For those listening, for those watching on YouTube, this is going to be posted about everywhere. This is a journey for me that I'm starting from zero. I'm trying to see if I'm able to get to financial freedom by utilizing AI, utilizing online markets, setting up stores, doing a podcast, the whole, the whole nine yards. We'll try to do everything possible in the world of the online world, and the digital world, I should say and see if we can get it there. So in terms of financial freedom, what does it mean? And is it true? But can we? Is it something achievable? Financial freedom, at its core sense, it means that we're not tied to any specific financial constraints. So it could be for you that you make $500 a month. For me, it could be $1,000 a month. For others, it could be a million dollars a year. And that's the point of financial freedom is that it's supposed to reduce stress and anxiety and give you a peace of mind to allow you to live the life you want to live. I'm not saying quit your nine to five. That's not what financial freedom means. It means that the lifestyle you want to live with the means you want to live, you can afford them without knowing you're always being bombarded with bills and credit card debt and mortgage and you know, the whole system and you're just living to pay off bills, which is not really fun. That will, at least not for me. I understand for a lot of people that debt can be turned into an, an asset to help you become rich. But we're not diving into that and we're not even attacking that in the first episode or not even, maybe not at all. Financial security is like a very important thing for people and being secure financially means a lot. Waking up in the morning knowing that my house is paid, food's paid, and whatever extra money is for me to go to the movies, or if I'm married, take out my wife, or my significant other, whichever it is. At the same time, having children, taking them out, going, taking them to the best schools possible, uh, allowing myself to provide whatever I wasn't able to get to my loved ones, uh, I feel that's uh, already a big step forward. And at the same time, the ability to pursue a passion. If you like to play video games and you want to do that, then by all means, go for it. Not 
some people want financial freedom to buy the games they want without like having the worry of not being able to buy it. Everyone has their own financial freedom goals. Now, the point of today is we need to take a look at what's important to our financial freedom. Like what's important to us. Well, I'll talk about myself and you guys can follow along and throughout the recording, the podcast, sorry, you can look at what's important to yourself too. And then you can start noting them down. And from there, we can start building a plan. Now, first of all, we have to understand the income, the expense, and our debts. Meaning, how much money do we make? How much are we spending? And how much goes to debt? And then from there on, we can take a look at what's left, how much money is left as a, as a whole. We take that money, and is it enough for us to be financially independent? If it's not, then we're going to need to correct it. All right? So... To make it easier, we need to, first of all, track the monthly expenses. What do I need to spend every month that like automatically gets taken away from my payments? Uh, meaning um, rent, uh, electricity bills, cell phone bills, internet, food, groceries, of course, uh, gas if I have to take the car, or uh, public transportation if you're living in a place where there's public transportation. Um, there's a lot of monthly expenses that no matter what, you have to pay them. Everyone's financial situation is different and everyone's circumstances are different. Maybe you live with your friends and your rent isn't as high because you guys are dividing the rent by three because you're three roommates. Or you're still living with your parents. You still haven't graduated. You're living with your parents. Or culturally speaking, your parents are with you and you guys inherited a house. There's a lot of people have different situations and different expenses. That's why having a list of those expenses is very important. And once we identify those expenses and understand them, and we understand where our income is coming from, then we can know how much money we can put aside. And that's also excluding the debt. Debt has to be paid on a monthly basis. Getting rid of high credit card debt is super important. And that's uh, part of the financial independence is that you don't have to be tied down by debt. Then you have to set like a, a proper, clear financial goal. That goal is, all right, I want to be, let's say, $500 positive at the end of the first month or the first three months. Once I reach $500 positive, then I want to set another three months for the midterm. I want to be $1,000 positive. So that means at the end of every month, I'll have $1,000 extra that I can utilize to either invest, buy property, or whatever it is that could either increase my income or that could be cushion emergency money that I can use whenever or wherever or however I want. Which brings us to the idea of we need to set up a a short-term plan and a long-term plan. Uh, the problem with everyone, and myself included, sometimes we put the long-term in the short-term and that kind of makes it discouraging. And we tend to give up. And the problem with that is if we put the long-term plan in the short-term, we're only making it harder for ourselves. I know there's like the quotes or like people like Elon Musk or whatever, they say that, yeah, you should like put at least a high goal and if it'll allow you to achieve at least 30% of it. But for a lot of people, if they achieve 30% out of the 100%, that's actually discouraging for them. So depending on your personality and what type of go-getter are you, I believe it's smart and quite reasonable to differentiate between what can be done within the next three months and what can be done, let's say, in a year from now, all right, or two years from now. That's going to be super important. 
If in the short term, I want to like reduce my credit card debt, that could be a short-term goal that allows you to attack your long-term goal of, I want to set money aside to invest. Because if I have credit card debt, it leaves me less money to invest. But if I take care of my credit card debt, then I have more money to invest, whether it's buying gold or whatever it is the case may be. All right. Saving for retirement, traveling. So a lot of people talk about financial independence and they link it usually with constant traveling and vacation and whatnot. But honestly speaking, financial independence means that if you want to do something, you could do it when you want, however you want, and the way you want. And that's why it's very important to understand that it varies from person to person and not everyone's going to have the same idea of financial independence. Me, myself, I'm, I'm a big traveler. I love traveling. So, of course, part of my financial independence schedule is to be able to travel whenever I want and however I want. Well, I'm not saying I want to stay at seven-star hotels, five-star hotels. I enjoy sometimes staying in lower-cost accommodations. I love going to rural towns. I love. There's a lot of facets to traveling. But sometimes you want to, like, you know, pamper yourself and you don't want to seem restricted that you cannot pamper yourself. So that's one of the goals I want to set up, that if I'm able to travel, I could, I'm able to do all the facets of traveling that I deem are important. And that's, of course, either I could start a business or I could... There's a lot of things that you can do to achieve financial independence. And this is what we're going to talk about, like a financial plan. What's going to help you achieve financial independence? So you have multiple ways. Like you can budget, of course, set up a budget that you have to put aside every month. There's saving, there's investing, learning how to manage your debt. There's setting up an emergency fund. That's also very important. COVID just happened, all right? Not, it seems like a long time ago, but COVID is not that long ago. And a lot of people found themselves in a very sticky situation. They lost their jobs. They're stuck at home. They have bills to pay. Not everyone was lucky to, you know, get free rent for a month or two. Some people never got free rent or even got a discount on their rent. They had to pay things as it went because it affected everybody. So having that small emergency fund can help you go a long way. Usually you set up an emergency fund for six months that allows you to live for six months without having to worry about a job until you like find something in the meantime. But it varies from person to person. And honestly, going to the topic of COVID, it actually helped a lot of people understand that, you know what, don't leave things to the last minute. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know the circumstances of which things can change dramatically in the span of a, a week, not even a month, like let's say a week. One day you're at work, the next day you can't even leave your house. So these things do affect us. And honestly, a lot of people have become more and more, let's say, wary and aware of how important it is to be stable and stabilize your income. So that no matter what happens, you always have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D. Even if you don't like your job, you want to switch jobs, you have options. You're not stuck where you are because you need money while you find something else. Because honestly speaking, putting the money aside, if you think about emotion, it's very important to understand that the state of self can affect us considerably. And motivation is, is also affected by it and stress level and all that goes together. So if I'm in a positive mindset, I'm able to not only think clearly and set up a better plan than in a stressful situation. I'm not saying you can't. A lot of people love being in a pressure moment and a lot of like, they can create like insane amount of productivity when their backs are against the wall, but not everyone's like that. 
And if you're not like that, then it is better to, you know, try to get understand your understand who you are as a person. All right. Now, honestly speaking, I myself fell into that trap, and I I figured out that I do perform under pressure. I'm not gonna lie, I do perform under pressure. But even that wasn't enough. I needed a plan. I, I have a family. I need to, to understand. I like, need to understand that sometimes when people depend on you, you need to understand. You need to be there and step up your game for them. And even though both of us work and both of us do our things, it's important to understand that you need to get to the point where you don't have to worry. A lot of people did get to that and utilized COVID to achieve financial freedom. All right. I'm not saying like a get rich quick scheme or any of that stuff. I'm saying they actually invested in themselves. They invested in learning skills. They invested in either a side business or they invested money into housing. Because the economy is not that good, honestly speaking, right now. We're talking about like we had talks of inflation, then recession. We're sort of in a silent depression in in a certain way, you know. None of this is financial advice at all. Like whatever I'm saying is all educational purpose. And I'm speaking about my own experience and you should like you should get yourself a tax consultant a lawyer uh, anyone with like actual certification to help you set up your finances i'm not i'm neither of that i'm just speaking on my own perspective how i see things and even myself like i'm going to need consultation on how to set up certain taxes and whatever you know but the idea the plan is there now how do you execute the plan that's something completely different now or like Speaking of action, there's, of course, you can talk, talk, talk about it, but there comes a time where you need to take action to achieve the financial freedom. So when you create a budget, make sure you stick to it. It's very important that you stick to the budget that you create. Remove all emotions because sometimes our emotions play with us. And just like investing, if you're an emotional investor, it's going to hurt you. But if you have a plan and you stick to that plan, then you have a clear vision on where you need to get. And that also goes for the emergency fund. Let's say that you have a budget with some numbers. You're making $1,000 a month, all right? And from the $1,000, you have an extra side, like whatever can be left is $200. From that $200, you need to put $100 in your emergency fund and $100 on the side. That's your budget to play around with. If that month... Let's say you want to buy that video game or you want to do like extra outings. Control yourself and do not touch the emergency fund. You have to create the budget and stick to it. And of course, part of that is setting up your plan. Like, you know, pay your debts. Make sure you're not like choked up to the... You're not knee deep into debt and that's going to be make it harder. And again, um, this is not financial advice, but this is just my way that I see things. And when you start to... And even starting to invest, like, that was the craze, you know. We went through the the, the GameStop uh, stocks, the AMC stocks. We went through crypto. We went through a lot of things during during the COVID era. You know, those two two three years, everyone says invest, do this. Gurus came out of nowhere. YouTube was filled with gurus. You can make money while you sleep. Passive income, this passive income, that. Honestly, you want to start to invest. Look at your risk. How can you tolerate risk? Go bit by bit. That's my two cents. It's not financial advice, but everything you do is very important that you measure the level of stress that it's going to bring you. If you're able to handle it, 
good for you. If you can't handle it, look at the at which level you're able to handle it and go with it because that's where you you need to be able to sleep at night. You know, you need to be able to sleep at night. You need to be comfortable when you're sleeping, not always worrying, looking behind your back, being like, oh man, well, what happened to that stock? Like every five minutes, I'm like refreshing my phone. That's not healthy. You're, you're going to be hurting yourself in the long term. And honestly speaking, that's not good for you or the people around you. Now, if we're looking back at everything, we looked, we talked about what is financial freedom. We talked about assessing the current financial situation. We set up a financial goal and we created a freedom plan. We talked about taking action and you take all that together. You have what you call the beginning of your action plan. And from there, you can see how you want to build the future for your financial freedom. The next episode, we're going to take a look at more details what type of things we could do to achieve it, like setting up an online store, setting up an online business, uh, stocks, crypto, AI, all the new tools available to us. We'll be discussing these things. We'll try to get guests. And from there, we'll see how we can evolve. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And I'll see you later. Also, don't forget to subscribe, whether you're on YouTube, like, share, comment. And if you're on the podcast, follow it. We're going to be everywhere. We're on Google Podcast, YouTube Podcast. Uh, probably going to also be on Shopify and Apple Podcast. So it's going to be available everywhere. Make sure to leave some feedback. Let me know if there's some topics you want me to address, uh, whether it's specific topics that you guys want to talk about. We can try to have it as a subject. And yeah, thanks a lot. Sorry again if this is like very raw. I wanted, I wanted to make it as raw as possible, as genuine as possible. This is not like a... I'm not trying to scam anybody here. I'm just sitting down sharing what I have inside and trying to rebuild whatever needs to be built in order to achieve financial freedom for myself. All right. Thanks again. Take care, guys.